1: Grew up with the children of the stars, in the Hollywood hills and the boulevard.
0: Welcome everyone to this playoff edition of the LA Kings podcast here on the Believe Network. And even though the Kings players are off playing golf or surfing or whatever else it is they love to do when they're not playing hockey hockey life continues and so do we so Kevin let's get started with some Kings news off the ice the LA Kings have signed Nikolai Prokorkin to a one-year entry-level contract what are your thoughts
1: well they're going to start getting all their young guys signed up that they want uh, the future plans so like I said it's going to be a summer where they're going to probably buy some guys out they're going to try and make some trades but uh, they're moving forward with the young guys and uh, anytime they can add pieces of puzzle like that to the hockey club it's going to be exciting for them down the road
0: absolutely now per corkin i haven't seen him play yet he's playing um with st petersburg in the khl have you had a chance to check him out
1: no he just uh, you know it comes with uh, uh, a good pedigree obviously and uh you know the numbers he's putting up over there is unbelievable that khl is a great hockey league but uh you know, they went over there and, uh, didn't they get Kovalchuk out of there? He was playing there for a couple years and that didn't turn out so well, but, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully this guy does.
0: Now we've got some Kings players who are still on the ice. Um, Alec Martinez is playing in the WIHF world championships as is Kovalchuk for Russia and Kempe, uh, for Sweden.
1: Yeah. It's always good when those guys, uh, you know, get over there and get to uh, play that international hockey. And, uh, it's a great tournament over there. Uh, some uh, great hockey clubs. Uh, anytime you get to uh, play for your country, it's really good. And that keeps these guys in shape, and uh, it gets them maybe hungry for next season again. So it's good to see those guys playing and uh, committing to their country and uh, uh, you know, not just looking for the season to be over and uh, get on to the holidays. They're still playing, and that's a good sign by these guys.
0: Yeah, say Kopitar has actually uh, taken his uh, team, Slovenia, to fourth place in the Division One World Championships. Um, it it doesn't tire these guys out. It doesn't. Uh, they don't need a break.
1: No, I mean, you know, it's it's a long season for sure. But those guys that are playing over there, uh, you know, you still got the guys playing here in the NHL playoffs. So it's really no difference. And uh, uh, you know, it just shows a commitment. A guy like Kopitar, obviously. Uh, he loves playing the game, and uh, he brings it every night. I keep saying it, but I like the way that guy plays. And, uh, you know, it seems like anytime he gets an opportunity to keep playing, he does it, and that's a great sign for the L.A. Kings for sure.
0: Now, playoffs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> First off, let's tackle the Boston Bruins versus the Carolina Hurricanes. They are the, the Hurricanes are in a bit of a pickle right now. They are down three games to nothing against Boston in the series. Um, Tukorask has just been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, the Carolina came at them 20 shots to six in the first period of the last game, and he he stopped all of them. It was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it was uh... – that was a huge effort by Carolina coming out in front of their fans there. And, you know, if you uh, asked for a script, you'd want your team to come out like that and play in the first period and put 20 shots on, on Rasser. But uh, I mean, the saves he made and uh, allowed Boston to stay in it and uh, finally get their legs in the second period. It was, yeah. was, um, was unbelievable. It's a, uh, that's a tough loss for Carolina, but uh, uh, you know, you, you can't really get on them it's pretty tough I mean the way they came out and they played in front of their home crowd and in a desperate situation down to nothing they should have had a lot more favorable uh, outcome after the first period but again Rask stood on his head and that's what you get if you get good goaltending especially if you get it on the road uh, on the road in an environment like that and uh, a 20 shot period you know your chances are good at uh, going a long way here and obviously they're up three games to nothing now and uh, the big reason is because of him and net
0: yeah that's really really got to uh just play at your psyche as a team um when you're just firing pox firing pox at the net and nothing seems to bounce your way that's just really got to you know get to you mentally
1: well it does for sure i mean play that kind of a period and uh you know, when they say you put pucks in the net, good things happen. Well, good things didn't happen that night for sure. But, uh, again, that probably took a lot of wind out of their cells And, you know, Boston uh, gets out of that uh, period uh, zero, 0 We're totally getting outplayed. And yeah. Yeah. Then- then have two more periods to get it out and get a win, and that's what, exactly what they did. So, you know, RAS uh, stole that game there. They got some t- uh, timely goals and some key goals, and, you know, now they're up 3 nothing. I think that uh, uh, I, I hope Carolina, just because of their effort, can uh, win one game and get it back to Boston, but, you know, this uh, is I don't see the series going more than two more games for sure.
0: Yeah, the puck just doesn't seem to be bouncing their way. Speaking of puck bouncing, I have a little bit of a theory, Kevin. I'm going to run this by you. Yeah. The puck really seems to bounce a lot in Boston. And this happened with the Toronto Maple Leaf series as well. Now, there, you know, Boston is no stranger to scandal. I speak of deflate gate in football. What, uh, What do you think about maybe the freezing of the pucks in Boston? Do you think there's something going on there?
1: Yeah, maybe uh, someone pulled the plug in the refrigerator, refrigerator there. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, uh, there's a lot of bounces. But it's going to go both ways for each team. So that's uh, that's a hard one. But, uh, you know, I imagine all the off-ice officials got them in the freezer and stuff like that. So sometimes uh, it looks like maybe they didn't freeze the pucks. Uh, I think they probably did. But uh, if they didn't, then it's going to be a good story in the paper in a couple of days if someone actually uh, – goes and digs a little deeper and finds out that they got another case in uh, Massachusetts there of uh, guys playing around with either a football or a, or a hockey puck for sure.
0: Well, that's what I'm hoping. Maybe some, uh, you know, investigative journalist out there is listening to our podcast and will investigate this. I'm thinking they just maybe don't quite freeze it quite as much. It's not yeah. quite as cold as the puck somewhere else. And then they practice that way and get used to it. That's my theory. Anyways all that's of you uh, investigative reporters out there I want I need you to look into this
1: yeah that' be good <laughs> wouldn't that be a good story though for sure especially Absolutely. with all, especially with all the stuff that's happening in the in the playoffs right now with hand passes and all that kind of stuff but I imagine oh. you, imagine you're gonna ask me about that now so Absolutely.
0: Well, the San Jose versus St. Louis has been a very tight uh, series. Both teams playing really well. Both goalies having their ups and downs. Um, The last game was very controversial, obviously with the, that hand pass made by Meyer um, in overtime where Carlson was able to, to grab it and score. Um, It just, you know, raises that question about officiating and, Video review again and again. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, in a case, I mean, there's four or four of those guys on the ice, and neither one of them could have called the hand pass. And you know, you wonder what they're watching. But uh, mm. uh, the one ref in behind the net, you could tell his view was blocked if you look at the replay. Yeah, uh, a couple couple players getting his way, but there's still three other guys that uh, should be able to make that call. But you you wonder why they wouldn't have video review on anything like an, an outcome of a goal in that situation, especially overtime, because, right. uh, that's a tough way. That's a tough way to lose. And, you know, uh, good fortune for San Jose. Everything that uh, is getting missed or, or not being called the right way. It looks like they're uh, benefiting from it. You know, that cross check in the uh, game seven against Vegas. And then this uh, goal here last night, uh, is, uh, really going uh, San Jose's way right now. But, uh, there's a lot of owners out there speaking up right now. I know the Vegas owner because of that cross check and the video mm-hmm. review on that St. Louis blues owner was a little bit fed up last night with the, with the non-review of it. So it's yeah. going to co- it's uh, going to be interesting summer and in, uh, what kind of things that they review and stuff, but something like that. I mean, that is such a, such a big, big, uh, play in this series that, uh, yeah. just take, just take a peek at it and make the right call there to, uh, you know, these guys are going out and they're playing their hearts out. And then all of a sudden it just gets ripped away from it. It's pretty tough to swallow as a hockey player for sure.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah, there's been talk about, you know, how they can fix this whole re- video review uh, situation. I'm thinking maybe like do they throw a third ref in the booth who's just his only responsibility is watching video and, you know, making video review calls.
1: Yeah, well, they got those guys in Toronto and that, but it's just the, what, they're, what they've are what they described as uh, reviewable plays and stuff like that. But I think any time there's a goal in overtime or late uh, in a game in a series that has any question marks on it should quickly be reviewed. It's not that hard. I mean, yeah. don't, don't they review every uh, 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 football touchdown before they uh, – let the let them kick the extra point. It's real simple. Yeah, the, yeah. Especially in these situations where there's a lot on the line, man. And uh, you know, you start getting games ripped away from you that uh, uh, you're in the semifinals, semifinals, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Those are tough to swallow for sure. And uh, you just want to make sure the right calls are made.
0: Yeah, I would even argue to to take a ref off the ice and put put one in the booth or, or are another one in the booth who is just doing video at that location at that arena and do, can do quick reviews, just like you mentioned on every single goal. Um, yeah. You know, it's better. Obviously eyes in the sky are, can be better. You get a better vantage point. You you can see the whole play. Um, it might be worthwhile to have a ref not on the ice.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a great idea. And I mean, something has to be done because like I said, it's uh, it's pretty tough, but, you know, some of the refereeing, and I know refs, I mean, I have a lot of respect for them, and they got the toughest job in, in, in sports, man. It's for a, sure. A pretty quick bang bang game. But, I mean, that Braun last night, I don't know if you saw it, he just got a headshot big time.
0: Oh, yeah, and, that was uh, terrible.
1: You know, I thought they were trying to take that stuff out, out, of, out of the game, and uh, it was right in front of the referee, too, and there's no call made there, and, you know, uh, the playoffs right now. I mean, guys are just uh, grabbing guys in front of the net and tackling them and stuff like that. It's just uh, it's two different seasons, obviously, and maybe that's why a team like Tampa Bay is not uh, uh, that far down uh, down in the playoffs because
0: yeah.
1: you know they got a great skilled team and stuff like that. And it's uh, all of a sudden you get in the playoffs and it's uh, clutching and grabbing and uh, almost a bit like the old days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And not only was that brawn hit not called on the ice, but I haven't heard anything that has happened about it since. It's like there was no suspension. There was no review that it seems anyway. I don't know if you've heard otherwise.
1: No, I was waiting for something like that to make a little bit of noise, but I think all the uh, distraction with the hand pass, I think everyone's forgot about that. And, uh, and it's too bad because that kid got sh- shook up pretty good. But, again, if that call's is made there and that's a headshot, you know, that's w- that's worse than uh, that five-minute major call that they called against Las Vegas
0: for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, that's what they're trying to take the game out. But, you know, like I said, uh, referees uh, uh, got the toughest job in hockey, I think. And, uh, you know, a situation uh, like the Vegas and uh, last night, you know, everybody just points their fingers at the referees and everything. But I think the the NHL has to step in and help them guys out in a tight spot like that. And like you said, maybe put someone in the stands and uh, make those calls and get them right.
0: Yeah. And tonight we are moving on with Boston and Carolina. It's the fourth game and could eliminate Carolina from the playoffs. Uh, What are your thoughts on what Carolina has to do to beat this team?
1: Well, they just got to go out and play like they did last game. But you know, they uh, you know don't get frustrated with it and uh, and keep going. Um, but if they come out and have a first period like they did uh, the other night, I think the uh, the outcome will, will be a lot different for sure. There's no way you can uh, uh, go out and start two games like that and the results will be the same. So, you know, they uh, their backs are against the wall here. It's going to show what their characters. I know Brindamore... You know, he brought it every night he played and uh, he's going to make sure these guys bring it tonight. And like I said, I hope they they can just win one game and salvage one game and uh, get back to Boston and, you know, who knows after that. But uh, I just think they just got to keep playing the same way and uh, not get frustrated.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for a win from them tonight as well, just so I can see their (laughs) celebration after the game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Don Don Zerr will be chirping in on that one for sure. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they've really run with that whole, uh, jerk thing. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, like I said, Don Sherry's been running a long time when he doesn't like something or something, you know, doesn't, uh, sit right. At least he, uh, at least he steps up and says it. And, uh, you know, it's uh, made a little bit of fun out of the whole situation. And hopefully tonight, uh, these, uh, jerks can get out there and play a solid game and get a big win.
0: yeah he uh don terry sure calls it like he sees it that's for sure so predictions kevin what are your predictions for tonight for and for the boston bruins and uh carolina series
1: well what i'm i think i'm oh for the whole playoffs and you're still asking me (laughs) that stuff well i just think i think carolina will win tonight and i think boston will go back and they'll win it in game five Uh, okay i still think st louis is uh is going to be tough in that series so i'm going to take uh I'm going to take St. Louis in seven games.
0: Right on. That's a good one. I, I agree with you with Carolina. They I think they oh, they might win, too. But, yeah, I, I heavily favor the Boston Bruins, unfortunately. Uh, and San Jose and St. St. Louis. St. Louis is going to be tough. Uh, but And I agree. I think it will come down to seven games. But I'm hoping, and I know I'm going to get some – swat some flack from the uh king's fans out there but i'm kind of hoping for the sharks
1: yeah you know so, i i'd love to see joe thornton win for yeah the and, exactly uh, you know guys like pavelski and stuff like that bernsey and, and uh, yeah Burnsy. hopefully they uh hopefully they get there they're obviously getting a lot of help from the referees right now so maybe that'll make <laughs> them, make them get over the hurdle for sure. <laughs>
0: absolutely all right well any uh, listeners out there want to send us your thoughts on the referees the video reviews or even the jerks send us uh, your feedback your comments to at shannon believes and uh, we appreciate you listening into our podcast and uh, until next time thanks so much for listening
1: thank you for listening to believe